Anis Basueden and Santiago Uno were inaugurated as Jakarta Governor and Deputy Governor in October 2017. Their ticket was supported mainly by the Gurindra Party and the PKS Party. PKS, a smaller Islam-oriented party, has been Gurindra's loyal political partner at the national level for nearly a decade. Kemesraan Gerindra dan PKS bakal terulang di pemilihan presiden tahun depan. And was seen as an important coalition member for both the 2014 and 2019 presidential elections. Sandy, a Gurindra member, resigned as deputy governor in October 2018, just after one year in office, to run for the vice presidency on Prabowo Subianto's presidential ticket in 2019. Sandy's departure left the political strategic seat empty for more than one and a half years. This is Indonesia in 10, where we break down important issues and topics in under 10 minutes. I'm Sean Corrigan. According to the law on local elections, parties that support the gubernatorial ticket have the right to fill the empty seat and can submit candidate names to the Jakarta City Council, or DPRD, to be reviewed, and later a final candidate will be selected to fill the seat. As governor, Anis does not have the authority to choose Sandy's successor, nor does he have strong influence in that decision-making process. Upon Sandy's departure in 2018, seven months before the 2019 presidential election, Gurindra agreed that PKS would be given the right to appoint a candidate to fill Jakarta's number two seat. At that time, Gurindra was desperate to build a political coalition to support Prabowo's bid for the presidency in the 2019 election, particularly as its coalition remained weak compared to Widodo's government coalition. On the other hand, PKS, who remained disappointed with Gurindra's decision not to pick a PKS member for the vice presidential ticket, saw the deputy governor's seat as a type of concession. The Prabowo-Sandy ticket ultimately lost the 2019 election by a wide margin, and Gurindra welcomed offers to join the government coalition to end its 10-year role as opposition in parliament and began to rekindle its old relationship with PDIP. Gurindra joined the government coalition in October 2019, with Prabowo being appointed as Minister of Defense and Gurindra's deputy chairman, Eddie Prabowo, as Minister of Maritime Affairs. Both Gurindra and PKS have high hopes for the next presidential election in 2024, particularly as Widodo enters into his second and final term as president, and both parties are exploring all options and moving to establish new strategic alliances with parties. At the national level, Gurindra is now looking to move on from its close relationship with PKS. Former Indonesian General Prabowo Subianto has formally taken over as Defense Minister. As the political the landscape at the national level has changed since the presidential election last year. Although Governor Anis has been running the city on his own without a deputy for almost two years, he seems to enjoy the absence of political pressure that a political appointed deputy might bring. Anis has had little to say about not having a deputy for such a long period, and neither PKS nor Gurindra have made much of an effort to consult Anis on who might be the best fit to help him run Jakarta. Although Anis is neither an official member of PKS or Gurindra, he retains close affiliation with senior PKS members. 
that relationship works well, as PKS is a much smaller party and possesses less political pressure that could be applied to Anies during his term as governor. Dua nama calon wakil gubernur DKI Jakarta telah dikeluarkan dari dua partai pengusung, yakni Gerindra dan PKS. DPRD In February Jakarta this year, both Gerindra and PKS submitted their candidate names to the Jakarta City Council to be reviewed and ultimately one will be chosen as deputy governor. Gerindra's candidate is Ahmad Riza Patria, a lawmaker in parliament, while PKS's candidate is Normansha Lubis, a former Jakarta DPRD member and a 20-year PKS member. Both parties will lobby the 10 factions in the council in an effort to have their candidate chosen. But Gerindra will use its new leverage as a member of the government coalition and its success with strengthening its relationship with PDIP to likely go on and win the seat. The Jakarta DPRD has 106 seats, and Gerindra has the potential to obtain support of more than two dozen seats than PKS if their lobbying efforts fall into place. Both Gerindra and PKS have focused their efforts on which candidate might best serve the party, rather than which might better serve the people of Jakarta. Neither candidates have been asked how they plan on tackling the multitude of issues plaguing the capital, and were not required to go through any public fit and proper tests, nor was the public asked for input, although it's important to note here that they are not legally required to do so. A new deputy governor is expected to be chosen by the DPRD earlier this year. Anis's term as governor will end in October 2022. Now going forward, look for Gurindra to shift their efforts to build a stronger relationship with PDIP and develop political strategies going forward as we move closer to the local elections in nine provinces, which is 270 elective areas, which will be held this September. These elections will be held in various parts of the country for governors, regents, and mayors whose terms are set to expire in 2021. Jakarta is not included in these elections. The two parties could also cooperate on the appointment of Jakarta interim governor in 2022, which falls two years before the presidential election in 2024. I wrote a whole article on this, and you can find it on my LinkedIn, and the link will be in the description of this podcast. Nothing is permanent when it comes to relationships between political parties in Indonesia. There's very little when it comes to party ideologies, and most relationships are established when it's deemed beneficial rather than based on issues or stances. It's now very beneficial for both Gurindra and PDIP to collaborate and build a strong relationship, both at the local and national level, with the aim of building a strong coalition heading into the 2024 election. This is Indonesia in 10. I'm Sean Corrigan, and thanks for listening. Pemerintahan Jokowi Ma'ruf nanti tentu akan memunculkan pemimpin baru pada akhir pemerintahan. Dan ada sejumlah nama yang disebutkan punya potensi kuat. Sejumlah nama.